Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is George Thorogood, and you're listening to John Boy and Billy on The Big Show. yourself speech that I give here. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's the middle of the work week. We'll take you over the hump if you hang with us. And we're just the humps to do it, too. <laughs> it's John Boy, Billy, Pillars, hey. Tater, Randy, Jaggy, Andy behind the glass. Yeah. Full house here. March 8th. All right, y'all. Let's see what national days, if you wish to celebrate them. Oh, call me on the first one, National Peanut Cluster Day. Yeah, yeah. Y'all make your own chocolate-covered peanuts? You ought to try that. It's, I have It's pretty it. yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, Use the salted, the dry-roasted kind, right. I, I think is the best. Mm. And then you got to get the right kind of chocolate to melt, you know, in the microwave. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to overcook it, because that's just, oh, that's not good. Hmm. Best public service announcement has been... (laughs) National Peanut Cluster Day. Okay. Uh, It's International Women's Day. Oh, good. (laughs) Worldwide. We we love our women. (laughs) Wow. No, I think the the, world women, you know, you should, like, you know, kind of lighten up on them. I think American women pretty much got it knocked these days. All right. So if this was American Women Day, you would be against that. But international, it's great. No, if y'all been listening, we've had about eight Women's Days in a row. Okay, we got it. We love them, you know. But then... 
Oh, but you know, oh gosh, eight days. I don't know how we can do that. It's to you. like Black History Month. It's all in one little cluster, and then it goes away for the rest of the year. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love me some women. Some of my best people in my life are women, and yours too, if you think about it. So, Did y'all notice he looked at me when he said that? <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, let's see what the Global Day, International Women's Day, is. Uh, it celebrates the cultural, political, social, and economic achievements of women. So just like the rest of them, except this is in foreign languages. Well, I was just mm-hmm. hoping, you know, in Iran, why don't you let them drive a car? That'd be you know, good. something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I was talking about. You need help there worldwide. Mr. Ambassador, <laughs> are we going to take this any further? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Moving on. It's National Proofreading Day. I think that's proofreading. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's not off to a very good start, is it? <laughs> and it's National Registered Dietitian? Di- no. Dietitian. No. Dietitian. <laughs> I think, was the Star Wars aliens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were really mean. The planet Dietitian. <laughs> Registered Dietitian Nutritionist Day. And there's a bell. We're off. I'm sorry. I had, I had an idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, celebrate the dietitian and nutritionist. Very handy. And it's National Oregon Day. All right. Are you an Oregon donor? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Okay, we got three dates in history saved up. They will be important. That's where we'll get our categories. We'll get our first prize back out. And the winning will be beginning. Big Joe's on the radio. Good morning. Got a big show on the radio. Got our first prize pack for maybe you to win. Listen up. It's a bull snot prize pack. That's $120 worth of bull snot cleaning products made in the USA. Truck drivers keep America moving in bull snot. Make sure they look good doing it. Look for bull snot at truck stops across America or brownox.com. Also, click on that bull snot banner at thebigshow.com. Get all the info you need. Look at our three dates in history, where we'll get our categories. 1948, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that mandatory religious education in public schools violates the First Amendment. The beginning of kicking God out of school. So how's it going now? Well, it mm. seems to have worked out just great. <laughs> it's not. Let's uh, move up to 1973. Paul McCartney pleads guilty to charges of growing marijuana outside his Scottish countryside farm. He was fined 240 bucks. Paul claims a fan gave him the season. He didn't know what they would grow. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I planted them out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah. And finally, on this date, 1994, the Defense Department announced a smoking ban for workplaces ranging from the Pentagon to battle tanks. You know, oh, we don't want anything hazardous to your health going on in a tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There's a categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS, your toll-free line. Come on, we play Outbursts. Next. Good morning. It's a big show on the radio. Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023. We established that packer. And we got a brand new video of the day when the tree service guarantees the tree will not fall on the house. Mm. We'll get a few more guarantees if you want to <laughs> see what's happening now at the it's big show. Those, you can tell us the guy's last day on the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
You can make your daily visit to TheBigShow.com. See my wonderful thing giveaway of the week as well right up there for you. And now, let's get our winners again. Outburst. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Joe from Dothan, Alabama. We'll have a big show time. Hello. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Hey, morning, Joe. All right. Glad you made it in here, buddy. We got this bull snot prize pack just waiting for you to win it. You ready to go? All right. Yes, sir. Let's do it in five seconds. Give us three things you'll find in a public school. Ready to go. Teachers, counselors, and a nurse's office. Bam. Gonna go to three R's, reading, writing, and wrestling. All right. <laughs> And now, Joe, he went, you know, Graham. <laughs> Three things that are grown from seeds. Ready to go. Let's go with pot, apple trees, and pumpkins. Bam. And for the win, three places you can smoke. Ready to go. Um, your house, outside, and in your car. Wow. All right. Yes, that depends. A lot of our listeners are wondering about that. Hey, Joe, you got the big old bull snot prize pack. We'll get you a dress down, Dothan. We'll get it to you. Thank you. I appreciate it, fellas. Appreciate you, buddy. Hang on. Here we go. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Carl got us an early morning story about Gilligan's Island. Learn all about it. It's a big show on the radio for you Wednesday, March the 8th. Having a birthday today, you're sharing one with what would have been Alan Hale Jr.'s 105th birthday. Know who that is? Mm-hmm. You do. The skipper from Gilligan's Island. Yes. Hey, can anybody but me name the character that he played on the Andy Griffith show? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Huh? I remember Jeff the, Pruitt. Jeff Pruitt. Uh, Jeff Pruitt yeah, 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 came yeah, yeah. to town looking for a wife. Man. Shouldn't take long. Said he's uh, good looking, ain't he? And he can support a woman. Obi said he was down on the corner picking up girls. And he said, "What do you know about picking up girls? You want to know? He just picks them up and then sets them back down. He was checking their weight. Remember that? <laughs> then, of course, he picked Thelma Lou at a party when Barney was going to help him find a wife." Mm. 
You want to know some more? <laughs> you know, you it's not like you the, gave us a chance. <laughs> you develop the same body language that you know a kid would when he's reciting a Gettysburg Address from memory. <laughs> that, right. yeah. And two, and he called Barney little buddy several times, which later, of course, he would refer to Gilligan mm. as little yep. buddy in mm. Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I got off on the Mayberry tangent there because for uh, you young ones out there might not know about Gilligan's Island. Yeah, oh. you may not. <laughs> We've got that. Don't make me stop again. I'm on a roll. Here. Okay. No, We've I'm got that covered it. right now. Everybody, be quiet. Except Billy. Go. <laughs> and now, it's story time with your host, Carl Childers. Mr. Bill Cox, he got me watching this channel called MeTV. It's got all them shows on it I missed when I was younger. On account of we was either too poor to have a TV, or I was up there in the nervous hospital. They wouldn't let us watch much TV in the nervous hospital there. One day this old boy, he's watching Green Acres, decided to climb a telephone pole called Hooterville. <laughs> Fell down, broke his neck, killed him. <laughs> It all turned out okay, though. I got his room. <laughs> I've been watching something that reminds me a good bit of the folks here at the big show. It's called Gilligan's Island. I can tell you about it if you want me to. Yeah, I'm in. If oh, not, yeah. I got some invasion of Poland jokes that Big Feller <laughs> give me. No, let's go with Gilligan's Island. All right, then. Well, Sir Gilligan's Island, about these folks that went out there on a boat for a three-hour tour in the ocean... They got caught in a storm there, washed up on that little bitty island they can't seem to get off of. They try to escape on every show, but they get washed right back to it. It's like here. Every day John Boy tries to escape back to farm and winds up getting washed right back here again. I reckon the seven or eight weeks of vacation are like commercials. <laughs> the fella that run the boat there was named a skipper. I reckon he'd a good bit like John Boy. Regular old salt. He's a feller kindly runs a show there on the island. Big, friendly, waves his arms around a good bit when he talks. <laughs> Looks like he's eating a plate or two of biscuits and mustard. Always got a dadgum hat on his head. And says dupe when you poke him in the belly. <laughs> and best of all, he got him a little buddy. Skipper's little buddy Gilligan. John Boyd, little buddy, is little feller. Some folks calls him Billy, I calls him little feller. They're a lot alike, seems to me. They both good natured, get blamed for a lot of stuff, ain't their fault. <laughs> Stuck in the middle of a passel of knuckleheads. Both of them always saying something funny or other. Difference is, little feller means to say something funny. Gilligan just ain't too smart. He good bit clumsy, too. Mr. Bill Cox said if his brain cells wanted to play a game, it'd have to be solitaire. I didn't understand that part of it. They had a movie star on the island there, Miss Ginger. She's a pretty rascal. A whole lot prettier than that big girl down at the dollar store. We ain't got no actors on the big show. Listening to Playhouse, I'll tell you that. But they sure enough got a star, Miss Jackie. She's a lot like Ginger. Smoldering good looks, wayward men folk, fake bosoms. <laughs> Some folks call them boobies, I call them boobies. 
Got a few miles on her. <laughs> Mr. Bill Cox says more miles than a retired Greyhound bus. Uh. I can't tell if that's good or bad. I like riding the bus. <laughs> Every group of folks got a smart one in the bunch. On Gilligan's Island, the professor was that feller. Here at the big show, we got Mr. Randy. He's a lot like a professor. Right smart, good with gizmos and whatnot. Snappy dresser, kind of funny. Not funny, haha, -ha, funny where. <laughs> the professor can make a radio out of a seashell and a coconut. Mr. Bill Cox says Randy makes chicken salad out of chicken squat every day. Oh. I like chicken salad. Marianne was the island's pretty low farm girl, no bigger than a squirrel. The big show's got Miss Marcy. She's bigger than a squirrel for sure. <laughs> Mr. Bill Cox said it looks like she's carrying two sackfuls of squirrels under her sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Marianne and Miss Marcy are a good bit alike. They're both sweeter than stick candy, wholesome and all-American. Don't know how attractive they are, but everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way she talks. <laughs> then there's Mr. and Mrs. Howell there. They're married folks. Richard and old King Midas himself. They a good bit older than the rest of folks on the island there. They dress nice. Got good manners. Fancy friends they like to mention in the middle of a conversation. Don't much care for common folk. Seems to me around here. That'd be old Maurice hey. and Mr. Rayford. <laughs> which one's Mr. and which one's Mrs.? I guess they can draw straws to come down to it. I like the show a good bit. I don't understand all of it. But nobody cusses. Nobody gets blowed up or shot every week. But if they was doing that show today, I reckon it'd be a mite different. But the way Gilligan Plum messes up every chance they got to getting rescued... They wouldn't be too fur into it before someone would be hollering, What'd you kill Gilligan fur? What'd you kill Gilligan fur? <laughs> the end. <laughs> Storytime is brought to you by Hargrave's Potted Meat Product. Chock full of peckers and lips since 1937. Will you wear this hat for me? No, no, no. <laughs> Wednesday morning, got the big show on the radio. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time once again for our mysterious visitor from the East, the all-seeing, all-knowing, and former wingman to Terry Hansen, Tarmac the Magnificent. There's a fun gig, by the way. <laughs> Tarmac, I hold in my hands the envelopes. As a child of four can plainly see, these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar with Gary Busey's toothbrush since noon yesterday, so... No one knows the contents of these envelopes. But you, in your mystical and semi-divine way, will ascertain the answers to these questions, having never before seen the questions. Are you ready? Born ready. <laughs> Let's go. Envelope number one. Cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Who got kicked out of Jellystone Park for stealing cars instead of picnic baskets. <laughs> 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 there we go. To envelope number two. 
Crystal meth. Crystal meth. What's a good stage name for a stripper with no teeth? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Envelope number three. Katmandu. Katmandu. What do you find in the litter box the day after your cat eats a man? Envelope number four. Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Name a porn star that won a fiddling contest against the devil down in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> go to envelope number five. Pokemon. Pokemon. Who's the slowest guy on the Jamaican track team? <laughs> I think it's more of a nickname. <laughs> awesome. Where are we? Oh, we're in envelope number six. Peter Lupus. Peter Lupus. Or is the worst place to have lupus? Tarmac, I hold in my hands the final envelope. Oh, that's how it's going to be. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. The Situation Room. The Situation Room. What does John Boy call the men's room at a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> Jackie's picturing you naked. We don't need that. Oh. Uh, hey, hey, hey. We're, uh, we're fishing drag up and going. Hey, this club is a very popular place in of Missouri. Oh. And my dad plays, my dad plays uh, uh, cards there every day. Besides All right, get the card game. There you right. go. All right. All right. Oh, oh yeah. Let's go. Well, it sounds like you got a full schedule, so we'll make this quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud, proud, proud to be here now. It's a big show on the radio. About 30 minutes ago, if you were here, we're talking about Gilligan's Island. Oh, just got our interest up. So right now, let's spend a few minutes with Marvin Webster. Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing good, man. man. I heard y'all had my homeboy Gilligan on the show yesterday. (laughs) Man, that brought back a lot of memories for me. Of course, I guess everybody in America used to watch Gilligan's Island when they were little, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah. Tell me, something never made sense to me. Why did Mr. and Mrs. Howell bring all them suitcases full of clothes (laughs) that was only going to be out for like a three-hour tour? It says so in the song. I mean, all the rest of these castaways were wearing the exact same thing for 
20 years. Gilligan stuck in that same <laughs> dumb red shirt and them bell bottoms for 20 years. Thurston and Lovey always had a fresh change of clothes. And maybe that's why they got stuck on the island. The Howells brought all them damn suitcases and the luggage sunk the boat. Is it just me or was Ginger just a little bit overdressed for this trip? You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're like pulling out of Honolulu Harbor in the middle of the afternoon, riding around in an open boat in the ocean. It's got to be at least 90 degrees, and who knows what the humidity was. Ginger out there dressed up like Cher going to the Academy Awards. Hey, baby, ever hear a pair of blue jeans? And can't nobody tell me these seven people lived together on a desert island for 20 years and nobody got no loving, you know? I mean, I, I figure the professor was nailing Mary Ann, you know, every chance he got, basically. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, come on. And Ginger, babe like that, don't tell me she wasn't giving it up for somebody. I mean, I figure at least Mr. Howell was flipping on a quick 50 twice a week, you know? Because if you was married to Lovey, wouldn't you slip Ginger a quick 50 twice a week? And beats the heck out of me how this island stayed uncharted for all that time. I mean, more guest stars landed on Gilligan's Island in one season than all eight years of the love boat put together. I mean, you couldn't turn around without bumping into a bunch of cannibals or the mosquitoes or that Japanese guy in the submarine didn't know World War II was over, that dude that got in the tidal wave and surfed all the way from Hawaii. For goodness sakes, if the USFL had that many people show up, they'd still be playing football. And did they have, like, the best set of radio batteries in the history of mankind or what? I mean, that radio played nonstop from 1962 right up to the time they got rescued in that TV movie of the week. You know? And this was 20 years for the Energizer ever come out. Of course, you know, I, I, I know that they really didn't run the same batteries the whole time. Like, yeah. the professor probably rigged up, like, some coconuts and a couple of gum wrappers and gave him a battery charger or something. You know? That professor, he's a handy dude to have around. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long do you think that bunch would have lasted on that island if he wasn't on that boat? I figured they'd all been dead in about two weeks. And of course, Gilligan would have been dead the first week, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And then on the other hand, if the professor was such a genius, how come he never, like, built a raft? You know what I mean? I mean, this dude made telephones and golf carts and electric lights and microwave ovens. Remember that satellite landed on the on the island and he fixed the camera and it blasted back off? Yeah. I mean, this dude could fix anything except a little eight-inch hole in the bottom of the boat. Y'all think about it. I'm Martin Webster. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boyd Jeopardy. Somebody will win a Fish and Cycles prize pack. Fish and Cycles makes premier electric bicycles at a budget-friendly price. Go to BigShow.com and click on Fish and Cycles and learn why others have gone fishing. I've had few electric bikes in my time down the beach. This is the Cat Daddy. Unbelievable what they've done with it. So, y'all, check them out for yourself there. Don't worry, you can pedal if you want to. Okay. Do you pedal? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> All right, hang on. We'll play in minutes. But right now, it's time for Tatertainment News, and here she is, Marcy Tater Moran. Oh, boy, this is going to be great. Oh, I'll hit you later. <laughs> hey, there is some sad news to report. You probably heard this, but I will mention it. Gary Rossington, the last surviving original member of Leonard Skinner, mm, yeah, died man. on Sunday at the age of 71. Um, and you also may recall that he was one of the 20 survivors in the crash that took the lives of yep. Van Zandt, uh, yeah. Steve Gaines, and Gaines' sister. However, 
uh, Gary was severely injured. He had uh, broke both his arms, legs, wrists, ankles, plus his pelvis. Mm. So he had a long road of recovery after that accident. Uh, Leonard Skinner uh, posted on Facebook, Gary is now with his Skinner brothers and family in heaven and playing it pretty like he always does. So that- yeah, I was uh, thinking about that when we going through some of my pictures and saw Ronnie Van Zandt out in Randy's car when our studios were uptown Charlotte. Yeah. When yeah, they had a new single out. They, they, remastered, yeah. they remastered the single with Johnny Van Zandt that he sang along with, yeah. and he wanted to. For the first time ever, we played it on the radio. He brought it to us and went out and wanted to, wanted to hear it, it on the radio because cool. things sound different. Yeah. You know? yeah, you had the big speakers in there, but he didn't oh, want to hear it in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. So, Gary, my last survivor. All right, buddy. Also, Tom Sizemore, yep. two weeks after suffering yeah. his brain aneurysm, uh, he passed away um, last Friday. He uh, passed away peacefully, his family said, in his sleep. And so um, Tom had struggled a long time with drug addiction, um, from the time that he was 15, but this was ultimately a, a, a aneurysm from a stroke that he had. Yeah. So Tom Sizemore. All right, Prince Harry and Meghan in the news. Oh, what they whining about now? Ooh. It's so tough on them. King Charles told Prince Harry that he is no longer welcome home. Whoa. What do you mean by that? Well, he's been evicted from his Frogmore cottage on the royal estate in Windsor, England. So apparently they had their cottage still there. That's where they would, when they mm. came back to London, they would go right. and hide out there at the cottage. Well, now they've taken the cottage away because he needs to have his brother, Prince Andrew, stay in it. So they're like, well, since so, you're in America. So does this mean he's not invited to the, the king swearing now, in ceremony? He was invited. The palace did invite him uh-huh. and Meghan to attend the coronation for when he becomes uh-huh. king on May 6th. And isn't it the uh, the birthday of his it Archie? It is. It is. It's the same day as his kid's birthday. So they might be covered up. Yeah. You know, they've got uh, <laughs> they've got baby shark and yeah. things already planned for they, that they day. they got a, a bounce castle yeah. book. So bounce castle. You can't get out of that. I mean, but it's you know, the biggest bounce castle it's as big as a real castle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. no inflatable guillotine yeah. the deposit's already down <laughs> pinata shaped like mm. king charles <laughs> rumors are that the that uh, king charles uh evicted them because of the book it was his like his revenge for the yeah. spare book that was put out but they're saying they need the real estate we can't have someone embarrassing the royal family <laughs> no. said king charles <laughs> and stay on the property <laughs> uh tmz reports that retired nfl quarterback tom brady is mm. considering a comedy roast he's prepared to take the hot seat and be the butt of all the jokes That'd be good. netflix and brady are in negotiations for the greatest roast of all time and you know everybody's... Better than Mr. Peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been seeing that stupid yes. version? <laughs> oh, sorry, Terry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, uh, folks have been worried if he will be able to survive without his NFL paycheck. And uh, his golden parachute is pretty nice. A $350 million broadcasting deal with Fox Sports. I mean, yeah. sure, he'll have to tighten his belt a little bit. I mean, you know, gone are his trip to Starbucks. But, you know, I think he'll be able you to You know what would be the meet. funniest thing to do at the roast is they would just have Giselle walk out carrying a, a bottle of whiskey by the neck and go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the real story. Um, and last story I have is about old Honey Boo Boo, who's yeah. only 17 years old. She uh-huh. was uh, uh, in a police chase last week. Yes. Ooh. According to TMZ, cops tried to stop her 21-year-old boyfriend, Draylen Carswell, after running his tags and finding out that the owner of the vehicle had outstanding warrants. 
So her boyfriend was then led police on a three-mile chase that reportedly ended in a pit maneuver, spinning the car out. So I guess they threw the spikes and he hmm. and he spun out, or they I don't no, know. How pit maneuver is pit, when they, they, they hit they, him. Yeah, they're from the oh. rear quarter panel. Okay, I uh-huh. thought it was when they pull in, they change the tires. <laughs> uh, her boyfriend was arrested and charged with DUI, mm-hmm. and Honey that? Boo Boo, uh, Elena Thompson, mm-hmm. wasn't taken into custody and was later picked up by her sister Pumpkin. I think nobody wanted to interview her. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, they went to Castle. (laughs) That's a wrap. Good deal. Thank you very much, Nathan. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boy Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. We found out the average bite strength of this common reptile is nearly 12 times greater than that of a great white shark. The crocodile. Uh, Crocodile or even uh, alligator. All right. Today's John Boy Jeopardy coincidence? Well, due to numerous overdue scheduling deadlines, along with the media's overhyped expectations, this famous ship was never christened before going to sea. What is the SS Minnow? We've been talking about this all day. <laughs> what y'all got? 1 800 Big Show, you toll free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. Shows on the radio, humping through hump day. Video of the day when the tree service guarantees the tree will not fall on the house. Let <laughs> me figure out what's going to happen before it does. It's right there at thebigshow.com. Lots of different ways to amuse yourself at our homepage. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's Young and now a man who guarantees he'll never drop a tree on your house because he'll never try to do it. <laughs> He's John Moore. And thank you. Let's say hey to Polly at a beautiful Hilton Head. Let me see, Jackie, you got North Carolina. Polly, are you in South Carolina, Hilton Head? It is South Carolina. Yeah, I thought so, unless you were like in a hotel in, in the bathroom or something. Y'all wait and try to figure that out. Me and trying to get ahead of Jack. Yeah, you can decide which of these questions you want to answer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Polly, we're glad you made it up here and in here, bud. Thank you. All right, well, you can claim this claim prize pack right now. Let's look at our question. Coincidence? Well, due to numerous overdue scheduling deadlines, along with the media's overhyped expectations, this famous ship was never christened before going to sea. I would have to say it would be the Titanic. Oh, going with the famous ship, the Titanic. You know, they say if a ship is not present, it is bad luck. So that's that was the whole deal there. Maybe that was it. I remember that. Well, that wasn't the whole deal. There was an yeah, iceberg. Yeah. The whole yeah. iceberg, yeah. yeah, played a part. And a lack of lifeboats. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, hey, well, let's not spoil it for Polly. We're going to get that fishing cycles package down to Hilton Head to you, Polly. Boy, that's outstanding. I'm a first-time caller. All right, man. Way to go. Get out. Thank you. Can I give a shout-out? You sure can. I'd love to give a shout-out to my beautiful family, my darling Rita, 
and her granddaughter, Everly Rose, two-year-old darling. Oh, and right. Last but not least, and last but not least, there's Grumper Dempsey. Grumper <laughs> Dempsey. Who, yep. So that he's, he's the one who he, he's the one who turned me on to you guys about twenty-seven years ago. Oh, okay. I've been a big fan ever since. Awesome. I was going to say it's either like a crazy uncle or a dog. You got that? <laughs> oh, he's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all of that. <laughs> oh, good deal, Polly. Well, you hang on, Jackie. I'll hook you up. I appreciate you, boy. Thank you very much. No refunds. <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, Grumper Dempsey, big show listener of the hour. I just want to say it so I don't forget that name. I love that name. Uh, now the grumpier old, hey, we got a grumpy old man coming later too, man. You know what some people do in this kind of case? They'll write it down. <laughs> huh? Let's not get crazy. Uh, I know. Work on my memory. <laughs> hey, what's up next? I forgot. <laughs> This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Jewel of Denial. Our story opens, Phil Silverwood is having a rather quiet Friday evening at Silverwood Jewelers in the Brushywood Fashion Mall. Oh, good evening, folks. Welcome to Silverwood. Howdy, Chief. Name's J.R. Feasley. Of course it is. And who's this lovely creature? <laughs> I'm Mercedes. Of course you are. <laughs> With just a little taste of the Jaguar, I see. <laughs> Meow. How can I help you find folks this evening? Well, my little filly needs a new bridle. Come again? We need to look at a top-notch diamond necklace. Oh, a diamond necklace? Oh, Pookie, you don't have to do that. Well, I ain't doing it because I have to. Doing it because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about a, some matching earplugs, sir? <laughs> ah, yes, she's a definite keeper. Now then, our Dreamcatcher collection is right over here. That one sure is nice. And look at that one. Oh, my. What do those run? Uh, like crazy. <laughs> uh, from 2500 to 5000 sir. Got anything a little bigger? She likes big stuff. <laughs> ah, yes. Very subtle. Don't they all? Well played, sir. Well, there's our region collection, but it's quite a bit more expensive. Oh! <laughs> and a reader. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> That's the biggest. So, uh, how much for the big one? Oh, the Victoria. Well, it sells for 40000 most expensive item in the store. Then that's the one we need. Honey, that's $40,000. You let me worry about that. Uh, wrap it up, Slick. Ah, very good, sir. Are you a member of the Regent Club? Uh, not that I know of. Well, then I'll need to get some information from you first. Uh, hey, I ain't got time to fill out a bunch of paperwork. Let me just write you a check. Oh, a check. <laughs> Sorry, Tex, I'm afraid not. 
Uh, if you're not a previous customer, we can't accept a personal check uh, for an amount that large. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm going to write you the check. You hold it till Monday and call the bank to make sure it's good. Well, you do understand I can't let you take the ring until I verify the funds. No sweat. You just lock that necklace up in the safe. I'll come back Monday afternoon, pick it up, say, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. It's a date, sir. Sweet cheeks. That thing is going to look good on you. <laughs> and so I'm going to look good on you. <laughs> uh, so will the penicillin. Charming girl, you're a lucky man. Uh, I'll see you Monday, Poindexter. Monday afternoon, shortly after 2 p.m. Afternoon, boss. How's it hanging? Poindexter? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> Look who's back. Brokey McBroker person. You know, pal, you got a lot of nerve. I called the bank this morning about that check, and there's not a nickel in that account. Do tell. If you think you're leaving here with that ring, you're out of your mind. I didn't come in here for the ring. I just came by to say thanks. Thanks? Thanks for what? For the greatest weekend of my life. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. I bet you'd fall for that twice. Do you have that tramps number? <laughs> Tune in again next time. We'll hear the crusty old lady at Chick-fil-A say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> John Boy and Billy. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Morning Radio done right. <laughs> Good Wednesday morning. It's a big show on the radio for your March the 8th. All right. Okay, see Phil coming in the door. Let's listen in out front. Being gay in the world today is really not so hot. (laughs) Nosy people asking you what private parts you've got. Lord, I'd like to run away. I really want to go where everybody else is gay. <laughs> There's no straight dudes in the way. I want to be in a pastel sea where string songs rule the day. I want to go where every single person's gay. But who wants to live in San Francisco? Too many hills and I dread the smell of urine. <laughs> Oh, hello, Babs, my angel. Busy packing things up, I see. Isn't it exciting? A new adventure? I can't wait to see the new space. So, you need any moving boxes? What's that? You you prefer the ones that stay still. (laughs) Ah, well, there's that. Here, use these. They don't move. How do I know? I bought them at the stationery store. (laughs) Of course you get it. Probably more than me, truth be told. But listen, there's no time to sit around on that perfect patootie. We've got errands to run, miss. So why don't you go tinkle so you don't sprinkle? Now off you go. Go on. Nope. Other way. Nope. That's that's the wall again. No, other way. There you go. Little further. Little further. Little further. Not too far. That's the ficus. Nope, that's it. And she's gone. 
Sigh. Once she asked me what IDK stood for, I said, I don't know. She said, OMG, nobody does. Jump on the big show, Philpping, I'm going to help you. Oh, hello, Haberdasher. Yes, I know that's not your name. Yeah, I, I, I know it's Richard. No, 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 I'm not going to call you Dick. I already called too many people that. What's the address of the new studio? I'll tell you what, I'll text it to you. Here you go. I'll see you there. Have fun at the waste treatment plant. <laughs> John Boy Billy, big show, Phil's being out, may I help you? Oh, hello, ass. Tro nerd. Da -da -da. Before you ask, I'm not telling you where the new location is. Randy's orders. Oh, you want to know if I had any good jokes? Ugh. Well, you know what? I do. Have you got a pen? Okay, here goes. What did the gay part time receptionist say to the astronomer? <laughs> You know he won't get it. <laughs> John Boy and Billy Big Show, Phil speaking, I'm going to help you. That was the punchline, you idiot. I knew it. John Boy Billy Big Show, Phil speaking, I'm going to help you. Oh, Marcel. Oh, just doing the last minute packing and toting. They really accumulated a lot. Shut up, Pearl. And Phil is on the phone. That dog. <laughs> Boy, these guys really accumulated a lot over the years. Anything interesting? Well, let's see. Mr. Pillars had some giant comedy underwear, googly eye glasses, <laughs> fake buck teeth, wrestling mask. You know, all the stuff that works so well on the radio. <laughs> Tater had a collection of old bras and uh, several unused hairbrushes. <laughs> Jackie had a copy of Idiot's Guide to Acting White. <laughs> Who knew she could read? Randy was interesting. Imagine an episode of Hoarders where the person has OCD. Let's see. Andy behind the glass had a hedge trimmer. Well, I didn't get it either until I day I walked in on him using it to thin his body hair. Oh, it's impressive. Billy travels light. I think he packed a hat. <laughs> But John Boy was the gem. Well, first of all, he spent the last year mailing most of the crap in his office to quote-unquote lucky listeners. <laughs> hey, here's the case that you've expired. Yoo-hoo, you're welcome. I can't do the voice. Did you get it? Did he, did he pack his own stuff? <laughs> to quote a white wise man. <laughs> Is that a serious question? What Jackie and Tater didn't get, he called in some of the beefers from Booger Branch to load up the rest. All the usual stuff, you and the old grill, framed tutu, pictures off the wall, and just like the Grinch on the way out, he cleaned out the goodie closet. Honestly, it was slightly terrifying, just the way he, 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 he giggled while he was doing it. It was a little bit unnerving, but I pulled a fast one on him. I took some of those Danish and put it in my drawer right here. Son of a... <laughs> They're gone. He got me. Oh, oh, here comes little Miss Mensa. I have to go. I'll see you tonight. And Marcel, dust. There she is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down, sister. What's wrong? You, you found a suitcase down the hall? Yes. And there were three foxes in it? Oh, my stars and garters. Were they moving? You don't know, but that would explain the suitcase. Oh, me head. Unpack the BC powders. <laughs> <laughs>
to the Mini Cooper. Carry on, straight people. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. All right, man, y'all's on the internet. Is that the first time y'all have heard Google? Did I yes. just come up with a new one? I think it's the first yes. time it's ever been used. Yeah. See, well, probably because Google ain't something, but Google is. But so you, you said Google. I, I Google. Said, is it Google? Yeah, I love it. All right. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I'm right. going to use it, nothing else but that from now on. <laughs> Did you Google it? All right. Well, I've said a lot of stupid stuff about the internet over the years. No. Y'all been making fun All of it. which is also Google. <laughs> so, so I finally come up with something y'all ain't heard yeah. for. Yeah. Oh, that's real good. All right. Gee, I would go home, but I've still got half a show to go. <laughs> <laughs> we could Google bubble some things up to see what to you know, fulfill the time. Uh, Hey, don't be stepping on my new word. March the 8th. On this day, 1971, radios in Vietnam blared Jimi Hendrix version of the Star Spangled Banner as Radio Hanoi began its first day of broadcasting. The program consisted of American music and propaganda, which was beamed to American troops stationed in Asia. So the way they worked that, they used the propaganda, you know, to mind the psychological stuff, right? But they did American music so they right, would listen right, right. to yeah. the tunes and have mm-hmm. it on. They'd do it. Right, right. Was that Hanoi Jane or was they talking about Jane Fonda on that one? Was she Hanoi did she have Jane? a show? That's what they called her when she that's she what, did a trip over there and that's what that the right. nickname that they gave her. Okay. So it wasn't no, like she, a was, she didn't have the morning show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you're asking. Huh. 
<laughs> but there was a Vietnamese lady, and I forget. Tokyo Rose. There you go. Yeah. Tokyo Rose. Tokyo yeah. Rose. Yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was maybe World War II. So I think it was. was yeah. yeah but there, oh, so, but there was a version of her in during okay. the Vietnam War. I got that. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Robin Williams was the real life uh, Adrian Cronauer DJ. Right. For the and that was American radio. Right. So they yeah. were kind of competing with Radio Hanoi. That was Armed up? Forces Radio. Armed they Forces, did that yeah. just for the soldiers. A uh-huh. little taste of home. But the prizes it. they gave away on the morning show were way better than <laughs> our station. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't take much. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I remember Adrian Cronauer's wonderful things yeah, yeah, that yeah. he was cleaning up. <laughs> Every uh, week it was a big pile. When they had to move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, man. And Phil just reminded us coming home. We got like two more days. Finish this show, and then Thursday and Friday, we'll do Saturday show, and then we're out of the studio, man. I'm leaving 22 years of memories. A lot of stains. And <laughs> stains. Oh, yeah. yep. this year. Actually, more stains than memories. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So it'll be fun, y'all. Make the move with it. More wonderful things. I'm going to have to bring them in like one at a time because they're taking away our storage space. <laughs> If, <laughs> you know the video I posted of the T-ball? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm. so that's kind of how I predict our first day from the new studio is going to go. <laughs> It'll be about like that. Uh, well, y'all can go back if you miss it. I think it was yesterday's yeah. video. The Except day. there'll be more crying at this day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play the current events quiz. You take C, get you a Bull Snot prize pack. That is $100 worth of Bull Snot cleaning products made in the USA. Truck drivers keep America moving. Bull Snot make sure they look good doing it. Available at truck stops across America. Also, click on that Bull Snot banner when you go to thebigshow.com. It's a slickin' Bull Snot, what I'm talking about, boy. All right, hey, y'all, here we are coming up on the current events quiz, as we just talked about. But if y'all don't get up early enough, listen to the podcast, John Boy and Billy's Late Risers podcast before high noon every weekday because you're missing some good contests like John Boy Jeopardy about an hour ago. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Outbursts, first thing in the morning. Use this to make sure you're awake to face the day, Mm. winning the prize pack, and having some fun. I said, pull up a contest and let's let's show them how much fun they're missing. I thought if I wouldn't pay attention to it, no. sneak up on it, it might be okay. You know, it's kind of like the emergency thing saying when you see when it pull yeah, up to the right yeah, and you yeah, stop. Yeah. Shut it. up! Okay. Yeah, hello. Hello. Hey, man, who's this? This is Ricky from Roanoke. Ricky from Roanoke. Yeah, how you doing? Going? Oh, good, man. Very good, Ricky. Thanks for joining us. Met some fine people from Roanoke, Virginia mm. over the races this really? weekend. Yes, we sure did. I ain't yeah. never met no fine people from Roanoke. <laughs> oh, Ricky. Well, they're probably oh, out of town. <laughs> they're down here at the race. Nah, I wish I could be out of town. Ricky, you want out of Roanoke, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to Florida on Friday. <laughs> going to Florida on Friday for good? No. Uh, hey, we know it. some guys that are going to Nepal. If you want to go over there with <laughs> you them. You want to work on the Peace Corps a little bit? Yeah. Nah, I might go help Bob Seger write another song about another foreign country. I hear that, Ricky. Uh, How old are you, buddy? Uh, 17. 17. You know, yeah. I thought you were young because you're alive. You're full of dreams. you got your whole life in front of you. You're wanting out where you are right now. All the signs point to 17. <laughs> Someday... You're going to get to that place where you really want to go, and you'll walk in the sun. But till then, tramps like you were born to run. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Let's see if you can win this whitewater rafting resort trip with Robert E. Rayford. <laughs> see, he already feels like he's in a foreign country. <laughs> I think that'd be a good experience for every 17-year-old or to go spend a weekend in the woods with Rayford. Mm. true. <laughs> 
All right, Ricky, you ready, buddy? Yeah, man. Okay. Three words. Ready, go. Uh, Just one. Hello. Two. Um. Oh. I can't believe, Ricky, that you couldn't come up with, with three, three words. words. Three words. Three, three words, stupid? What was wrong with you? I don't know. You You're never going to get out of rolling up. I didn't even know what we were doing. <laughs> I just heard we were supposed to call in and oh, do something else. Oh, oh, so you you don't know anything about the outburst game we play in the morning? No, sir. Well, maybe yeah, you should it, start getting up a little early. Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm up at 4 o'clock every words. day. How hard is it, Ricky? <laughs> okay, see, outburst is, is when we ask you something and you have to tell us. Usually it's three categories. I mean, like three yeah. things within the same category. So, and you only have five seconds yeah. to yeah. do that. So, would you like another shot? I'm going to give you another shot because this could really scar emotionally a 17-year-old. Yeah. Know. But you, you, you so can... all i got to do is say three words, any words. Yeah, yeah. See, whatever I tell you, you have to think real quick yeah. and then say it. So, okay, so so you ready to start again? Yeah. You understand? Okay, three words. Ready, go. Football, soccer, and baseball. <laughs> all right. See, Rayford, that's his problem. He opened up his mind. Little balls bounce mm-hmm. out there. He's, he's got that sports <laughs> thing going there. Yeah. Okay, Ricky. All right, now you got it? Yeah. Okay, three movies. Ready, go. Um, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Toy Story, and Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story. All right, all right. Winnie the Pooh came to his mind before Toy Story. That's the weird part. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I don't watch TV either. <laughs> you don't listen to the radio. Am I entertaining y'all? You don't watch TV. You're up at four in the morning. You don't like Roanoke. <laughs> Holy moly! Pull yourself so together with you. <laughs> how do you how do you crash as bad at seventeen? It took me to us twenty five. I work at Arby's, man. You work at oh, Arby's? That's what's the problem. Oh wow! Well, say, say no more. Hey man, could y'all start putting a little bit more beef on that super roast beef sandwich? Oh uh, yeah. I'll what do is that the deal for with you. that? What is the deal? Is is, is there measured amount? Because, yes, you know, there is. It's actually yeah. three ounces of roast beef. Well, for goodness sakes, make it five. Come on. Five. Well, no, no, that's a whole different. You you're five. getting into a whole different sandwich now. What is that, the big one, the that's Montana? A that's yeah. a giant. The giant is five ounces? Yep. Well, the super, I, I got bread left. <laughs> I got bread that the roast beef ain't covered here. That's what the super sauce is for. Oh, I see. That's right. So we put the sauce on the outside of bread that the roast beef And, and yeah. could you could you change the name of that horseradish thing you got? Because I feel embarrassed. Horsey sauce. <laughs> Asking, can I have some horsey sauce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hi, Ricky. You know, I'm starting to like you for some reason. <laughs> you just found out he works at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. No, no. I see a lot of myself in, in young Ricky here. Huh? Drug to small town, ready to get out, ready to go. Spends a lot of time hanging around at the fast food place. <laughs> I don't want to. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, I yeah. We know. You're, you're disgruntled. Why don't you get a job at the post office? <laughs> don't talk about my post office, people. All right. Okay, here we go, Ricky. This is for the win, all right? And, uh, and just look at that. You have absolutely no shot at it. But but, <laughs> but that's all right. I mean, that's just... Well, man, come on, Ricky. Stand up. Prove me wrong, buddy. Three bridges. Golden Gate Bridge, the London Bridge, and the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, yeah! Yeah, Ricky, I think you're on the road to recovery. <laughs> you saw that challenge, Ricky. You took it. You did it. 
Now you win a Rivers Whitewater Resort prize pack. You could be going down to Golly River in West Virginia with Robert D. Rayford. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, explain all that. Oh, say what you're missing. So, y'all, please, anybody get up earlier and play with us. <laughs> right, right. All right, y'all, let's play with this bull snot prize pack. All right, current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? The story of a one-of-a-kind clam. All right. That's clam. clam. <laughs> nice. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line across America. Take C, you will win. We play next. March the 8th video of the day when the tree service guarantees the tree will not fall on the house. See what happens at thebigshow.com. All right, Pam Squad. Say hey to Jacob out of Mechanicsville, Virginia. Good morning, Jacob. Good morning, John Boy. How you doing? Hey, man, we're all good. Glad you made it in here. So let's all listen to Bill and you win this prize pack. Well, a Florida man walking on the beach recently discovered what's believed to be the world's oldest clam. Wow. I immediately think of Bob Newhart, that old Bob Newhart. Bit. How do you know it's the world's oldest clam? Well, look at it, man. And that's what they did. Based on the layers of its shell, a Florida marine laboratory estimates the clam has been alive since the year 1809. Wow. Which would make it 214 years old. Born the same year as Abraham Lincoln. In fact, the lab techs immediately gave it the nickname Abraham Lincoln. Quick, <laughs> nice. The man who found the clam later said, A, at first I thought they were kidding. B, who knew anything could live that long? Or C, now I kind of wish I hadn't eaten it. <laughs> what you got, Jacob? Uh, I think I'll take C. Yeah, there you go. So I guess the whole deal is the shell. Yeah. So you could it's actually like, eat it. It's know? like a tree's rings, I think. They, they look at the lines right on the shell. Yeah. And they count, yeah. you know? So it was a surprise to guy, but he must have thought it was something to turn it in to authorities. The story had frustratingly <laughs> few details about how it ended up at the Marine Lab. Right? Yeah. Wow. You mean the journalists weren't all over that? Go figure. Uh, hey, well, Jacob worked out for you, buddy. $120 worth of bull snot cleaning products headed up to Mechanicsville for you. All right. Thank you, John Boy. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. That should put us about 20 minutes away from the latest entry to the Diary of Gary Busey. Have your breakfast first.
Good morning. The Big Show is on the radio Wednesday, March the 8th. Heck is, there are jobs out there. I want to get out and get you one. <laughs> Just trying to help. Thank you. Let's go years away from telling y'all stay out in my yard. Good job. I, I think you're a little past that. I've seen you do it at the farm. But that guy was, you know. No, hey, oh, yeah, telling y'all to get a job. Here's something that sounds like fun. My fellow Americans, has any institution ever classified you as a loose cannon? Ever secretly dreamt that someone would pay you six figures a year to be an insufferable horse's ass? Is capitalism one of your real bugaboos? Have you ever wished there was a perfectly legal way to harass, persecute, and ruin anyone and everyone who believes differently than you? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, then you're in luck. The Internal Revenue Service is looking for 87,000 people just like you. Hey, Mr. IRS, I have a question. Go right ahead. I'm interested, but I'm not very good at math. <laughs> Relax. This is the federal government. Nobody is. In fact, you don't have to be very smart at all. For any government job, you just need a chip on your shoulder and a burning desire to make the American taxpayer miserable. See, Mr. IRS, I wouldn't begin to know who should look for. No problem. After you've ratted out everyone you know, we'll take it from there. All the leads you can handle will be provided by the Secretary of the Treasury. And if you can't trust an unelected bureaucrat, who can you trust? Are there any benefits? Benefits? <laughs> and how? Paid vacations, generous retirement. You even get real health insurance. Not the crappy overpriced junk the rest of those suckers have to use. This is the same health care that your elected officials and illegal immigrants get. Is that it? But wait, there's more. Are you a go-getter? If you apply yourself, you'll be eligible for bonuses based on the revenue you confiscate. Uh, recover. Holy cow, Mr. IRS. Who's going to pay for all that stuff? Why, the taxpayer, of course. And it's up to you to make sure they pay every possible nickel they owe. Remember, they only think it's their money. Come join us at the IRS. Our motto is, everyone has something to hide, even if they don't. Wowee! When can I start? You just did. <laughs> this commercial was paid for by you. Kind of ironic, isn't it? I don't even know what that means! <laughs> Good Wednesday morning. Big Show is on the radio. It is time for the diary of Gary Busey. Dear diary, this is Gary. Uh, Busey. <laughs> well, diary, it looks like I lost another close friend. They've been dropping like flies lately. Pretty soon I'll be roaming the streets of Horleywood all by my lonesome. <laughs> But it's bound to happen. It's going to be hard to say goodbye to my old friend, Crazy Frankie. Can't believe he finally went and got married. What? Gladys. <laughs> Big enough to be four gals. Hell, he might get arrested for polygamy. 
<laughs> Here comes the bride, four wagons wide, and the groom had a lick of sense. He'd run and hide. She's a bell beefer. <laughs> of course, I was the best man, Diary. And with that come a good bit of responsibilities. First, I had to take the crazy one ring shopping. We didn't cut corners, neither. We went to the swankiest pawn shop in El Segundo. On a whim, Frankie decided to innovate the antiquated finger ring tradition and thought it would be cool to do nipple rings. It was a bold move by the crazy one. Now, he picked a simple gold ring for himself, which reflects his uncomplicated lifestyle. But choosing for his bride made him put on his thinking cap. Since she's one of them full-figured gals, he didn't want to get some skimpy little ninny whistler. He went all out. Couldn't find nothing really spectacular at the nipple ring counter, so he hit the antique section and found a big old ornate door knocker. Now, he figures since she's a tad lopsided in the hooter department, that bulky door knocker will pull her wayward blouse bunny plumb with the other. Knock, knock, who's there? Big girl's got enough to share. Check out that majestic bust. Hope that nipple ring don't rust. <laughs> you rang. <laughs> After tying on the rehearsal dinner feedback at the Sizzler down on Sepulveda, it was off to the bachelor party. A wang dang doodle. At a big table reserved at Drooper's. That over 40 strip club by the Burbank Airport. <laughs> Crazy Frankie was really impressed with the star-studded group I put together. Me, Gaylord Sartain, Mel Gibson's brother, Dale Gibson, Martin Sheen's brother, Joe Estevez, Clint Howard, Flavor Flav, and William Hung. She bangs, she bangs. <laughs> Can't shut him up about it. Oddly Hasselhoff passed. Loser. I also pulled a few strings and had a few special female pals show up as surprise dancers. Kathy Griffin never even got a chance to pop that top off before she got booed off stage. That's a shame. I've seen them before. They're all right. <laughs> Brett Butler was kind of a disappointment. In my defense, I hadn't seen her in a good while. Naked, she kind of looked like one of them inflatable arm-waving things at the car lot where the air let out. But my ace in the hole saved the day. Brigitte Nielsen put on quite a show. Too much of a show, to be honest. She and Flav got so liquored up, they lost control. Good Lord, they being brave. Bridget's doing flavor flame. It's dirty, but it's kind of hot. Hope they both had rabies shots. Eve, uh, Eve, Eve, uh, Eve, uh. Satellite mule. hee They's having trouble with the venue for the ceremony. Crazy Frankie wanted to have it at Chuck E. Cheese in Burbank. But when we went in to pay the deposit, he found out they didn't have a band no more. No band? <laughs> Hell, that was half the reason for going there. When that fell through, we found a place out in Thousand Oaks. It's a midget wrestling school. Had the ceremony in the middle of that little wrestling ring. Everyone rode to the ring in golf carts, kind of like WrestleMania. Now, the bride didn't fit in the cart, so they towed her in the back of an old pickup truck. Lord, she was a sight to see. In that big white dress, she looked like a Chinese spy balloon. 
The midget wrestlers walked ahead of the truck throwing flower petals. And then they all surrounded the ring, stood around the ring. It's a good thing they stayed close by because old Bridezilla had a hard time getting betwixt them ropes. Half of them pulled the ropes down, the other half pushed. She popped in like a watermelon seed. When it came time to exchange rings, Crazy Frankie's was no problem. Pop right in. But when Gladys dropped her tops so she could slap that door knocker on that giant hooter of hers, them little wrestlers, they went crazy and they stormed that ring. <laughs> Apparently, they got a thing for big girls. Oh, it was something to see. You ever see Wild Kingdom where a bunch of lions take down a water buffalo? It was kind of like that. <laughs> Knock three times on that hooter if you're horny. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Poor old gal, she cannot flee. Humped by a dozen mini-me's. <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time the reception rolled around, the bride was nowhere to be found. She run off with a parcel of them pint-sized wrestlers. Oh, hell, it didn't matter. Frankie hooked up with a caterer's daughter, and I wound up with one of the little feller's wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Two tickets to Munchkinland. <laughs> Some women find buck teeth in a glass eye turn on. Yup, 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 yup. <laughs> well, diary, I got a ski daddle. I'm taking Brett Butler over to Earl Shive to see if he can't put a new coat of purdy on him. <laughs> Until next time, diary. X's and O's. Get rid of yeah, I get Pecker Record turkey calls. Yeah. Pecker Record. Hey, my old buddy Pecker from Graham. We call his second wife Pecker Record. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're related. <laughs> All right, dude, let's all jump out, catch up on your news. Get going with Horton the Boys, Monday morning tune. a big show on the radio it's Wednesday morning, March the 8th back on this date, 1975 before the next teardrop falls by Freddie Fender entering the top 40 chart oh Freddie while Have You Never Been Mellow by Olivia Newton-John was the number one hit uh, those kids I remember thinking back then I wish they would get together <laughs> been a fan of Freddie Fender, like with me and Billy versus the start on the radio back in the early 80s. Wanted to put him in some of our favorite movies. Let's see what we came up with. Norman Bates made you shiver. Jason made you shudder. But nothing could prepare you for the ultimate terror. Are you ready for Freddy? Boy, sure is spooky wandering around in the woods in the middle of the night here. Hey, did you hear that?
Francis Ford Owensby presents A Nightmare from El Paso, Freddy's Revenge. Starring the most terrifying motion picture villain in the history of film, Freddy Fender. All right, you guys stay back. This senseless slaughter has got to stop. He wouldn't dare. Oh, no. It's him. Wait it's... And oh! and wait and A Nightmare from El Paso, Freddy's Revenge. Coming soon from Revco Embassy Pictures, rated R. Good morning, got a bass on the radio coming up. We play Wordy Word. Winner gets bragging rights and two great board games from the Op Games. If you're looking for an easy, fun party game for all ages, Blank Slate is the game for you. And Telestration After Dark is the telephone game all grown up. Hang on, we'll play for them in minutes. But right now, it's time for What to Watch. And here's our girl, Marcy Taylor Moran. Hello, we're going to run down the weekend box office, if you don't mind. Opening at number one was... <laughs> I don't like you. If we minded, you wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> All, right. All right. Opening at number one. Just out of curiosity, if you didn't do that, what would you have planned? Yeah. Yeah. I would jump ahead and uh, oh, okay. All right. talk and about my weekend. 25, 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Weekend boxes. Okay. Uh, Opening at number one. Uh-huh. Creed 3. Michael B. Jordan directed and stars in the latest installment in the Rocky Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. Following the career of Adonis Creed, who's the son of Rocky Balboa's legendary rival, Apollo Creed. Now, is Rocky in these movies? Rocky was in the first two, I think. Right. Oh, okay. Right. He is not yeah. in Creed 3. I don't think he's right. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, drops mm. to number two. Cocaine Bear goes from second to third, but it's still up there. What's that about? (laughs) (laughs) What's that like? About this couple. Uh, In fourth place is Demon Slayer, Kimitsu no Yaba. Yaga. (laughs) Based on a very popular Japanese anime series. Oh, well. Yes. And running out out the Now, what if we do mind? (laughs) (laughs) Too late. Too late. Rounding out the top five, Jesus Revolution. Mm -hmm. Those in the top five. Kelsey Grammer's on now. Right, right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, Like that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Opening in theaters this weekend, 65. Now, this is has Adam Driver in a sci-fi thriller about a space pilot who crashes on an unknown planet and has to fight for his life against dinosaurs. What? Turns out he's not only lost, he's gone back in time. 65 million years. It's a madhouse. Kind of like Planet of the Apes, but they went forward in time. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of like drawing on every science fiction hit Mm, ever. It's a little bit of everything. It's like a sci-fi salad. Yeah, I can't wait. Sci-fi salad. I like that. Uh, also opening up, Champions. Woody Harrelson stars as an ex-minor league ba- ba- basketball coach. <laughs> and apparently he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> That's what I know. And he, uh, he winds up coaching a team of players with intellectual disabilities. And it's being called both heartwarming and hilarious. It's, it has very goofy moments, but it's one of those movies with a lot of heart. I feel yeah. good. Yeah. Uh-huh. What you're saying, yeah. Awesome. Followed up by uh, Scream 6. The Mm. survivors of the murderous rampage of Ghostface from the first five movies Mm. decide to move to New York City to get a fresh start. Right. How's that go? <laughs> uh, how do you think it goes? You gotta huh? go to New York to get away from crime. Yeah. You gotta get Good away plan. from the murder. 
Uh, trending over on Netflix, Chris Rock's selective outrage. He's had a, a year to think about this now. So oh, yeah. Chris Rock sounds off on the infamous slap from Will Smith at last year's Oscars. Mm. It was the first live stream comedy special on Netflix on Sunday night. But if you missed it, you can catch up anytime. It's kind of like Cocaine Bear. I mean, the title oh. says everything you no. need to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hulu's big highlight, History of the World Part 2. Mel Brooks presents an eight-episode sequel to his legendary historical comedy with eight episodes that bounce around history from biblical times to the Civil War to Watergate and beyond. And yeah. this is new? Yeah. It, it is, is new. new, yeah. It's oh, made, okay. for, made for them. Yes. How about that? And that's a wrap of what to watch. Good deal. All right. Look at us. Good work there, Tatum. Wonderful Thank work. You. Really? Star. You <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play Wordy Word. Here we go. 1 800 Big Show. You toll free line. Click out on their contest button. You can't get through. We can call you. We're going to play next. <laughs> Show on the radio, rolling through your Wednesday, March a video of the day. When the tree service guarantees the tree will not fall on the house, go out and move the truck. <laughs> Check it out when you go to thebigshow.com. Make a daily visit. And right now, let's play. Oh, well, everybody's heard about the bird. They play the wordy word and the wordy word. Let's meet a contestant. We got Billy from Stevenson, Alabama. Good morning, Billy. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. We good. Welcome. And we got Kenny. All right, wait a minute. Let me move Billy here. All right. Kenny is from Robbinsville, North Carolina. Good morning, Kenny. Good morning. All right, boys. Welcome in here, North Carolina versus Alabama. Kenny, you're on team Tater and Randy. Billy, John hey. Boy, and Billy. All right. Hey, All right, then. So, Kenny, you go relax, and me and Billy will do the first 30 seconds. See if we can get a lot of points. All right. That's the plan. Billy, that's are a good you? plan for yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. Billy, are you ready? Yes, sir. Go right ahead. All right. Oh, oh Randy. Hold he on. said, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. oh. Not from that, Billy. Billy, okay. Billy. All right, sir. All right. Ready? Go. Your grandmother would sew these together. It's like a bedspread with patches. Uh, yeah. Overalls. No, no, no. You sleep on it. Oh, uh, you, quilt. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. A blank of pancakes. Not a pile, but a... Stack. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Tom Blank, a little guy. You got one of these on your hand. Sorry. Tom Thumb. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, don't blank. If you don't pass a grade, you blank that grade. Skip. What? No, no, you do not do it. Blank. And don't do that either. <laughs> I want to explore oh, these man. overalls he was wearing. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, your grandma would patch you your overalls. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Three on the board, Billy. And now Kenny and Tater for their round one. Kenny, are you ready? Oh, yes. All right, and go. Uh, you blank the class. You have to repeat. You failed. Yes. Uh, rhymes with it. Uh, uh, all blank the chief. <laughs> uh, they say this. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Rhymes with it. You you go here. Uh, they lock you up. You go to. Jail. And uh, Jail. rhymes with it. Yeah, th- a letter comes in the. 
Nail. Uh huh. Uh, you hit a ha- You hit this with a hammer. A nail. And you uh, you you uh, you, uh, <laughs> you take a uh, put water in this and take it up the hill. A pail. A pail. Mail, jail, nail, pail, better hot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think taking needs a pail to put over her head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a six it? on the board. Sure did. Good run there. Taking the lead by three. All right. Now, Billy and Billy. All right. Y'all get it? Ready? Yeah. Still rhyming. Go. A boat powered by wind is what kind of boat? Sail. Bam. There you go. Rhymes with it. A woman wears this at her, at her wedding over her face. Available. Yep, okay, not rhyming. This is a type of uh, uh, of tool, an adjustable blank. Or like a monkey. Yeah, yep, there French, you go. French. There you go. Uh see, this is this is a military weapon. It has treads. It rolls. Tank. Yeah. There you go. This goes good with jelly on a sandwich. In the butter. Yeah, Bam. All, All right. right, that's the way to go, Billy and Billy. Put a five on a three a eight score. So, Randy and Kenny, Uh-oh. you need two to tie, only three to win. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do that taking your <laughs> no, time deal again no, today. Okay. I, I hope so. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Ready, Kenny? Yes. Yeah. Let's go, Randy. All right, buddy. Go. So the dentist recommends you do this after you brush. You take Spit. this you take this string. Yes. Fuck. So uh, you might hear this on the radio for, say, McDonald's. They sing. It's a, a type of uh, advertising for the facility. Or, or how about a Christmas song, Bells. First word. No, not not ring. When you, it's a it's a song that you sing. Ding 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 ding. Jingle. Ding, yes. Jingle. Ah, right. uh, this is the guy who leads the orchestra. The band leader. Well, boys, you managed to tie. We go to overtime. Oh, hey. You should have put us away when you had a chance. Ah. Randy, you're killing me. I'm killing you. (laughs) Go for it. All right, here we go. All right, Billy, come on. We do an extra 30 seconds. That's where we dig deep. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, then. Start the clock. Now, he's on a train. He's also in front of the orchestra, the head guy. Inductor. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Gobble, gobble goes the... Turkey. Yes. All right. The space blank, the latest deal. You shoot it up in the air. The space... What? Rocket. No, no. It's a name for it. The space... The, the <laughs> name... No, it's not a rocket. It's a, you blank back and forth. If if you got to go somewhere, there's the last word. You're not going to get it, are you? <laughs> oh, man. They were just laying there, stupid. Oh. <laughs> You're right, Johnny. That laughing at you kind of really rubs it in. That's kind of fun. <laughs> you went from the high to the low stupid. really quick on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two on the board. All yes. right, Kenny and Randy. Huh? Randy? No, no, yeah. Tater. No, I'm thinking tater. You, you got the biggest chance to screw it up. Okay, Tater, go ahead, yeah. Tater. All right. I'm trying to move it around. Kenny and Tater. <laughs> You're trying to cheat. Two will force double overtime. Three will win. Picking up on that last one. Go. Astronauts rode in this. Shuttle. Yes. Shuttle. Shuttle. 
Is that it? No. Oh, yeah. oh okay. No, no. All right. Hey, uh, sp uh, spaghetti. What no. is that? The no. pasta no. is made out of Chicken what? Chicken and... No, no, no. You want yes. to play? Yeah. Shut hey, up, Randy. Hey, hey, hey. When you I have a helping. fever, you have to... Someone has to take your blank. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Wait, I'm backing up. Uh, I'm, I'm angry all the time. I have a bad blank. Headache. No, no, no. I'm mean. I, I, I Pepper. Pepper. Yes. Pepper. Oh, you won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just and somehow oh, a more that. annoying loss for Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it really was. Yeah. I'd have hate to play against you in high school. You probably beat the boy, crap boy, out of Ran Randy was a big hell. <laughs> yeah, Don't forget, we're going to get your address. It's tater, it's tater. And it couldn't shut up. Fine, fine. Hey, Billy, hey, good news, buddy. Down Alabama, you can play again anytime. And even better news, we're done. <laughs> Billy, you get to go. Yeah. Right, Billy, you have a great rest of your day, buddy. All right, y'all too. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Appreciate you, man. All right. Kenny, doggone you over there in Robbinsville winning the prize pack. You deserve it, man. You're a good player, I can tell. Grajo, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tater. Thank you, Randy. You bet. Good morning. Got the big show on the radio. I Classic. hate you too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I don't. That's Classic bid request. Here we go. Sam Levitt out of Lafayette, Louisiana says, Hey, John Boy and Billy, longtime listener here. Any play that list of how racing is better than sex? Ooh-wah, ooh-wah. Sure can, Sam. We'll do it for you next. Got a big show on the radio. Got a long time big show listener down out of Lafayette, Louisiana, Sam Levitt. Wants to hear this specific bit. Here you go, Sam. The top 10 reasons why racing is better than sex. Number 10, it is socially acceptable to race while others watch. <laughs> Number nine, bigger cars don't always get all the attention. <laughs> Number eight, you can use your rubber more than once. Number seven, <laughs> you don't have to sit through dinner and a show before mm. you race. <laughs> Number six, your race car won't leave you if you drive another car. Hey. Number five, you can drive hard right from the start. Number four, <laughs> you and your car always finish at the same time. Huh. Number three, you always know where to put your hands. <laughs> number two, you can keep more than one race car. And the number one reason why racing is better than sex, the crowd cheers when you finish first. <laughs> Just a few more minutes. All right, man, I found my no button that was missing. 
time. No. Uh, see, he's just mashing this one of my wonderful things. I was going to give it away, and then I lost it. But I think somebody might have hid it from me, actually. Well, we could have used that several times today. <laughs> no. 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 And oh. Huh, that's funny, because I found one of my buttons. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> no. Uh, it's a great You're come, a bitch. Come back for anything. Uh-huh. Now, if you're going to curse this last half hour of the show, I just. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth it. Uh, we're getting ready to get out of here. So the podcast. Go to work, Randy. Put the podcast up. You'll find it at thebigshow.com. No! <laughs> you're all right. Come on, Ben. Let's go. Bitbox is here. All your favorites from four decades of the big show. 99 cents each. 15 for 9.99. Buy them once. Play them anywhere. Shop the Bitbox online right now at thebigshow.com. The Big Show Warehouse is chock full of John Boy and Billy goodies, T-shirts, hats, and a whole lot more. Order some right now. The phone number is 800-471-STUFF. No! Online services. Oh, sorry. By it just Animate, went off. Animate.com. I was cleaning it. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm going to go home. Nobody follow me. Love you, mean it. See you tomorrow. No, no. (laughs) Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.